0: Hello, New York sports fans. Back another episode of Jersey Turnpike, boys. I'm Zach Lowe, my co-host, Nick. Nick, what's up, man? Zach, how are you? Um, rough last, night last night. Rough night for the G-men.
1: Up and down weekend overall, though. Um, a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. Jets get a win. Giants do what they always do know how to lose games. Um,
0: I like what you said. They know how to lose games. They had every opportunity to go into Kansas City and win that game, and they just didn't get the job done. And we've seen this happen too many times, Nick, and one is enough, enough. Like,
1: yeah, last night there needs to be changes.
0: There needs to be changes across the board with this team.
1: Let me just ask you a question, Zach. With the game being 17 17 in the fourth quarter, the Giants really being in this game the entire time, you know, probably down. What, they were up 14-10 at one point in the game, correct?
0: Yep, that's correct.
1: Did you actually think they were going to win the game at any point last night?
0: I mean, I had hope, but I kind of had kind of had that feeling, kind of had something in the back of my head telling me, like, they're not going to get the job done. I just – Especially when the Giants got the ball back with, what was it, a minute and seven seconds left. You know, if, like, any other team with, that was playing against the Giants got the ball back with a minute, seven seconds left, you'd be like, game's over, Giants lost. But when the Giants get the ball, you're like, nope, they're not going anywhere. He, it's four and out, four and out. and Yeah. Just like it was a four and out, just like that.
1: Even before that, just let's talk about the game as a whole. Yeah. You get an interception on Mahomes in the red zone on your first drive. You think, okay, wait a minute. This might be a goal, opportunity to do something, control the game. Was Daniel Jones doing on the first throw, Zach?
0: Throws a pick.
1: <laughs> Throws a pick. They so, trade
0: picks. Yeah, they had not they're able to capitalize off turnovers last night.
1: Uh, and they weren't able to capitalize on the defense as a whole. The
0: yeah, defense played unbelievable. It was a sloppy game. Both teams, Both teams were it sloppy. Was, Lots of penalties.
1: I just felt watching that game as a whole, Kansas City was literally handing the Giants this game. And the Giants went,
0: no, I don't want it. You take it. I 100% agree. The and, Giants didn't look what they wanted to win that game.
1: And, like, again, I don't ask, actually blame the defense. I thought the defense played really well. It was the offense. The again.
0: defense played really well. I like what they did. Uh, they, played, they played deep the whole game. They kind of let the short plays go. And I think Mahomes – did Mahomes complete, like, a pass over, like, 15 yards that whole game? Like maybe
1: one or two, but I one or two. He was sure. just
0: he was just getting screen passes. They took away the the long balls from Mahomes last night. And I think they, they did a pretty good job shutting down a pretty explosive offense. And so they, did the they did a defense played really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Very good job getting pressure on Mahomes.
0: Yeah, I thought the D-line did a good job last night. Uh I really liked the defensive scheme Patrick Graham had. And yeah, the defense played a heck of a game. Like you you can't put this one on the defense. It was you just know, poor clock management. Obviously, just burning we'll timeouts unnecessarily. We'll
1: get into that.
0: And just, just not capitalizing in the big moment. Nope. And they're just not clutch. The Giants uh, are not clutch. And I don't know whose fault this is. Like, yeah, like losing Sterling Shepherd obviously hurts a lot too. Not having Saquon in hurts a lot too. God, Tony missed a lot of snaps without a lot of that game last night. So. Hopefully, but, that hand injury not severe. He's back next week. But uh,
1: let's ask something, Zach. When does that s- stop becoming the excuse? Can I ask, what was the game on Thursday night this week? Who played on Thursday night this week?
0: What, the Pac- Packers?
1: And the Cardinals. Yeah. What did the Packers do with a depleted offense?
0: Well... They beat Even the, the Packers' the, the Packers depleted offense is still better than the Giants. It's much better than the Giants' but, depleted but offense. You can't excuse? compare those two. Come on. Two.
1: Come on. You can't. But when's that going to stop being an excuse?
0: Look, they still had Darius Slayton and Evan Ingram out there. Two guys who should be producing a lot more than they did. A lot more than they did. I don't think Darius Slayton had a catch last night.
1: Darius Slayton had a key drop late in the fourth quarter, too. Well,
0: Yeah, I don't think he caught go, a single ball I think we got to go night. over
1: the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter as a Evan Ingram's basically piece.
0: non-existent out there. I don't know why he's still on this roster. I don't know why they haven't traded him. The Giants are not gonna make the playoffs this year. Let's face it. The Giants are not a playoff team. And why are you not the sellers at the trade deadline? Why are you not getting Evan Ingram I'll has value? You can get things, something so. from Evan Ingram. I don't think I think that there was a deal out I'll there just- and the Giants made another blunder by not getting rid of him because I don't think he's gonna, I don't think he's the tight end in the future in New York.
1: Well, it's contracts out there this year, so they either sign them long-term or...
0: I don't think they should sign nothing. them long-term.
1: <laughs> um, but, you know, I'll say one thing. There were times where the offense I thought looked solid, but again, they just didn't capitalize. It was just super frustrating. There were so many blown opportunities in that game last night that I was watching, and I just said to myself, the amount of opportunities the Chiefs are getting them to take control of this game, take a lead, run away with this game, and the Giants not doing anything with it. You just – you knew something was going to happen. And just – I felt like there was not good execution either. You know, the first half they – end of the first half, all three timeouts were blown before the two-minute warning. And the Giants had a horrible two-minute offense.
0: Yeah, awful. Absolutely and half, awful.
1: It was – uh, Who do
0: you, and, that's just complete, like uh, – it's, it's a failure on everyone. The offensive line was terrible. I don't and you gotta put some blame on Daniel Jones at the end of the day. I have been I've been one who's defended Daniel Jones a lot of the time, but
1: that first quarter he could have played much
0: much better that game. That first quarter. And you gotta question if he's the future in New York, honestly.
1: But okay, let's keep going. He hasn't been
0: clutch for the Giants. Continue
1: getting opportunities, continue not to capitalize on them, go into the fourth quarter, maybe. And go and lay in the fourth quarter tied. You don't capitalize on getting down the red zone. You have a couple of stupid penalties. Elijah Penny was a moron for his unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. I killed that drive.
0: Yeah, even Colin Johnson in the beginning of the game. Like, they, what are you that that doing? Dri- what are you literally- doing with these penalties? Oh,
1: really, killed the drive with four minutes left. The penalties, especially at the end, were horrible. So Elijah Penny has a horrible penalty, which is completely idiotic, like completely unnecessary to do that. You know the rule. You know that you're going to 50 yards for it. So it turned a big game to get them into Chiefs' territory to so now sending them back behind the 50. So that killed that drive and killed them any chance of being able to control the end of the course. So had a key drop on a second down and. Five, which would have maybe a third down and one, third down and two. And then Booker couldn't do anything on a third and seven. Um, and then okay, the Chiefs get the ball back, Zach. The Giants get a second down and 20. What do they do?
0: Well, was that before the offsides? Like
1: that was right before the offsides. You have a second down and 20. The Chiefs just get a penalty,
0: and then O'Shane Simmons and tr- then jumps there. That-
1: uh, another one. So then, then there's the penalty. There was the offsides that call, took away the interception, and then they have another 15 yard completion to Travis Kelsey. And what are they also, what also happens on that play?
0: Well, they ended up they ended up scoring at the end of the day, and they take the lead. And then the Giants but, come back, and they just s- they can't do anything. They're too minute-
1: <laughs> They shot themselves in the foot before they got the ball back with a minute and seven seconds left. But I'm not even. That was obviously. Completely terrible in itself, but you know, you get a second down and 20 with three minutes left in the game, and you allow the Chiefs to get a free first down because you and lose, and you on top of that, reverse an interception because of the offside's called out. Mahomes may have known about it anyways. Um, and then you give another 15 yard pass to Kelsey, you get a face mask penalty that then drives the Chiefs into opposing well, territory. Well,
0: that face mask penalty wasn't a face mask.
1: But you put yourself in that situation. And it, it wasn't a face mask. What do you mean you put yourself in that situation? That Giants was a blown call. But the Giants didn't help them. But the Giants didn't help themselves before that. Let's be realistic. They didn't help themselves.
0: Look, regardless so then, of the penalty, so then let's go. The Giants. In, so then did, let's
1: continue. Move
0: that game. But that you can't be like, oh, like that's the Giants Judge, fault for that so penalty. That was Joe a Judge terrible call. Using,
1: so when the Chiefs got within probably the twenty-yard line, Joe Judge starts using the timeouts. There's two forty on the clock with one timeout left. Why did Joe Judge let that go down the two minute warning? Like, I don't I don't get that. You killed 40 seconds off the clock right there.
0: Like, yeah, where I, is the
1: where is the game management? Joe Judge was horrible last night at that. Yeah. And he's using the stupid... Yeah, I think he should
0: have used it there. Yeah, I agree with you. That was definitely and, the, the the right would have been the right time and, to use it.
1: And it's just frustrating because now Joe Judge is top of that. Uh, they asked about that in the press conference. He's using some stupid excuse of, oh, the headsets weren't working. They've been working for the past every game we've had so far. Why is this just becoming a thing now? Why why hasn't this either been fixed or you made adjustments to be able to work around those issues? And the NFL came back and said there weren't any issues that they were detected or aware of. So either Joe Judge just came up with a lame excuse that wasn't true or Joe Judge didn't know how to – fix issues that he had to deal with. And either way, it's not a good look on Judge.
0: No, his game management was horrible. 100% agree. I don't think the there's any way you can argue, it, argue that his game management was good. His game management was atrocious. There's no way anyone can say that he did a good job managing that game. No one so, could say he did a good job. He did not perform as a coach. Nope. And so, Zach. When you have a head coach who, can't, who doesn't perform, it's going to be tough for their team to perform. So. Another tough loss for the Giants Zach, as they fall two and six.
1: Let's just ask a question, Zach. They're two and six.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Giants since 2017 have fallen, have had a work to start of the season, have had records just as worse, bad as this or worse. Two and six or one and seven have been their starts the last four since 2017 to start the season. And nothing's changed. They've changed coaches. They've overhauled the roster. Been through two different GMs. Same story. And with this Giants team especially, where do we go from here? Is the coach the, is the, coach the guy? It's a, it's a good is the GM question. the guy? Is the quarterback the guy? We don't have answers. And there's the nothing back clear the here. Is the running back the guy? And, you know, you didn't trade Evan Ingram last the today at the trade deadline. So – what do they do? Is Evan Ingram and this core going to be the future, and they're going to keep running with this team
0: eventually? Or going to quit house at the you end of the season. You I don't can't know. Keep it up like this.
1: But but is what we have right now? Is there some here to build off of? Can Judge be the coach of the future here? Is Gettleman the answer at GM? Is Jones the answer at quarterback? Is Saquon the long-term running back? Where where do the Giants go from here? I don't know, and I'm. Don't know if they go into a complete rebuilds. They try and continue to build these guys. They haven't been able to get an answer yet. They only fire the GM and keep Jones and judge here. I don't know what to do. And they got to make decisions at the end of the season. Jones has to come up with a new contract. Saquon has to come up with a new contract. Like, if you want to run with these guys, you got to decide to send them long-term at the end of the season. And I don't have answers if that they should do that or, or not.
0: You know who who does have answers? It is Mike White, New York Jets quarterback Mike White. What a game as the as the Jets upset the Cincinnati Bengals at home. Mike White goes thirty seven to forty five for four hundred five yards, three touchdowns, and two picks that definitely were not his fault. He had an ama- he had a great game. Mike White had an incredible football game as the Jets pull. A shocking upset against what was the number one team in the AFC Cincinnati he was coming off a huge win against Baltimore um the Jets offense looked so good and who would have, who I did not think I'd be saying that in this episode today but the Jets offense looked so good led by Mike White who is the talk of the town right now uh,
1: the best quarterback in New York Zach he, Mike, White.
0: Mike White is the best quarterback in New York right now <laughs> And Zach Wilson's got some pressure now. Zach Wilson, hey Zach, they're not goodness. rushing him back. They're not going to be rushing Zach Wilson back. What, what what's Zach, the good news, Nick?
1: The Jets found their franchise quarterback. The Jets made a franchise. I don't know which one. I just don't know which one it is. It's is Joe it Flacco. It's Zach Wilson or Joe Flacco. <laughs> uh, I guess the one good thing you can say about the Jets is. Okay. I guess we, most importantly, it's a great story that Mike White had this game. I think both you and I owe him an apology. We were both laughing at this. The fact that he was a starting quarterback last time we were recorded. Yeah. I think every, Um, I think a lot of people are (laughs) are apologizing right now. But again, let's pump the brakes a little bit. It was one game. How many times have we seen a quarterback come in in relief, have one amazing game, and then. Maybe get a starting job somewhere else and do nothing the rest of their career. We well, don't know. We'll see. Mike Thursday, be, well, Mike they White got a the time greatest. game
0: Thursday night against the Colts, so that would be a good test uh, for the Jets. I'm curious to see how they're going to play that game. I haven't been this interested in a Jets game in a while, so I'm curious Thursday it, night it's uh, added drama. how the Jets going to perform. Yeah, definitely added drama.
1: Now let's ask the question, Zach. Let's say Mike White has another good game this weekend, and let's say – Zach, let's say they have then the following Sunday. So this weekend's against the Colts. Or this Thursday's against the Colts. Who do the Jets have after that? Uh, I gotta look it up.
0: I've look that up too. Uh, they got the Bills. Let's
1: the say Bills he then has home. another... Let's say he has another good performance against the Bills after the Colts. Hypothetically. Then they're
0: home against Miami. Yeah, you're well, playing, okay, you're okay, playing okay, against on. the Dolphins.
1: So, okay. So he has two good games against... The Colts and the Bills, and Zach Wilson comes back from injury the week of the Dolphins game. Do you put Zach Wilson back in there? Or do you start Mike White and continue to ride with Mike White. What do you do, Zach?
0: Okay, you say you go one and one. Let's how good? Go how good is one. good? How good is good? One and one, and he throws for like three hundred yards a game and like two touchdowns a game.
1: Let's say combines. I'll go combine. He throws for. 525, four touchdowns and two
0: interceptions in the two games combined. So about and they win
1: one around somewhere around two seventy-five yards a game.
0: If they win one competitive in the other, and he throws for four touchdowns and five hundred and twenty-five yards, what you said, or five between the
1: two games combined, yeah. So like two touchdowns. Oh, yeah, you're
0: you're you're playing him. You're definitely playing him against Miami. You're definitely you're definitely riding with him then.
1: But then this is a tough question, Zach. What do you then do with Zach Wilson? Because you've already that then heard, then <laughs> that, you've also that, then that, say, that is a good question. Because then let's say Mike White falters the next two games, and then you go back to Zach Wilson. You've already damaged Zach Wilson by benching him. He's that probably isn't going to be good for your franchise core quarterback to lose their starting job. And then that yeah, but he's, he's a
0: rookie. It's not like he's a third year guy.
1: I get that, but still, you want to develop this guy, and you don't think him losing his starting job to a flash in the pan is going to hurt development?
0: I mean, no. And then, I don't think it will hurt development. And then the Jets also
1: you. take a risk of... I of think that, if they
0: rushed him by starting him, I don't think he was ready to start. That's so
1: fair I, don't point think, I
0: don't think it's going to hurt his development to sit on the bench.
1: Something I have seen, too, and a lot of people talk about, and I think you made up a good point, too, earlier when we first brought Mike White, is that Zach Wilson now has a challenge, too. He was basically handed the starting job and handed the keys to this franchise when he first came in. Now Zach Wilson has to earn his playing time, and I think that may be good for him, but it also then puts in jeopardy of will he touch the field again at the same time. Well, Mike yeah, White, we, we have Solis, to see how Robert Mike White plays in an interview, against the Colts. And, and I think and that's the, the one positive the Jets are going to have, is that they have a couple more weeks for Zach Wilson to get back. You get a couple more, a couple more test runs with Mike White before uh, he goes back. It's not like – I guess the good thing for the Jets is that Zach Wilson won't be ready for Thursday, and you have to start Mike White again and can really kind of get another uh, tryout game with him. And, again, though. No, Jets have some tough decisions they got to make soon too, it's like I really like the Jets'
0: offensive know. scheme too. They really had a good pl- game plan going against going against Cincinnati, so credit uh, Robert Sala, Coach Lafleur. Um, yeah, they they looked they looked really good. Uh, they did
1: yeah. look really good. And There's a lot of good for the run, Jets. Good win for them. We'll see, Zach. We'll see how they play on. Uh, on they play on Thursday and then play the following Sunday against the Bills, and if. Uh, uh, Mike, like, backs up what he did on Sunday.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Curious.
1: Let's keep the winning moving, Zach. And let's move to our New York Knicks a little bit here. Um, tough loss last night against the uh, Raptors. Didn't look good in that game, but overall, 5-2 and two to start the season, third in the East right now. Can you complain?
0: Can't complain. Uh obviously that Raptors loss was a tough, tough one. But yeah, overall, I like, can't complain. Just it's just one game. I mean, hopefully this is become a trend where they uh they struggle late in the game. They, they really just got outplayed in the third quarter of that game. So hopefully uh this is a trend where they just get outplayed coming out of the third quarter, but
1: or we'll just get outplayed following big ones.
0: Yeah, so. Something that but, I will say, but tips to keep this team so disciplined. So I'm not really concerned.
1: It's something I do want to address. I'm I'm not going to hit the panic button yet because it's not a clear trend. But we have seen a couple of instances already of this year where the Knicks are getting outplayed in games they should be winning. So okay, the Raptors was an example last night. Should have probably been the Raptors last night. Really, Raptors should have never been that game to begin with. Another example of that earlier this year was against the Magic. They beat the Magic by 25 points on Friday um, a couple weeks ago, they then play them two days later and they lose to them. The same team, but they lose to them two days later. So I just, I I think Tibbs. That was just a poor shooting
0: and, performance by the Knicks that night, if I, I remember correctly. Believe, but,
1: but I will say, I do believe in Tibbs. And I think even if maybe that is something that's starting to trend and happen, where Bigs maybe aren't performing in the games where they're supposed to be the superior team. Tibbs will turn that around, and I'm not going to hit the panic button on that yet, but it is something to keep an eye on because there have been a couple of instances of that, especially earlier in the season, two games that obviously they probably were the superior team and got outplayed, but again, you kind of said that they're not going to win them all. It's going to It's happen, early. It's early but in the season. You just don't yeah. want to see that happen a lot. I guess there's already been two instances of that happening this year, and you just don't want to see that continue.
0: They've got a um, big game Friday night coming up uh, in Milwaukee to play the Bucks. So I'm curious to see. Yeah, that's going to be a good test for them. Uh, yeah, that's a very good test for the Knicks. So I'm curious to see how they're going to match up. I think the Knicks can be competitive with Milwaukee. Um, but obviously, the defending NBA champions, is going to be a very tough game for them.
1: Nets got off to going to the the opposite side of uh, New York here in Brooklyn there um, at Barkley Center. Nets are starting to pick it up a little bit, um, four and three now. Um, A little bit behind, but they've won their last two games um, against both the um, Pacers and the Pistons. Obviously, two teams they should should be be, winning. But I think something I brought up last week in some of the losses they had, James Harden stepped up the last two games, had 29 points in the win against the Pacers um, on 5-11 shooting, um, and then also had – what do you have in this game against the things? I know he we played well in this game against the Pistons, too. He had 18 points on 6-9 shooting in the Pistons win. Obviously, I think Harden got off to a little bit of a slow start, and he's starting to pick it up again. Um, and if – obviously, with Kyrie out now, Harden and Durant really can't have off games as much as they can, and Harden's had a couple off games to start the season and, you know, had some games to get back into, and that's kind of helped them kind of get a little bit of a win streak going and start to turn around the ship a little bit. I think it's just important that both Durant and Harden are sharp every night because they're not sharp. I don't know the Nets are going to win a lot
0: of games. Speaking about a team that's been off to a good start and playing well, Nick, I, I know you want to talk about them right now. You, you got you're, – you're repping the New York Rangers. Um, the
1: New York Rangers, baby.
0: Yeah, they've looked good to start off the season. Uh, I mean, having that successful road trip really catapulted them. And, yeah, the Rangers are playing some good hockey right now. Exactly. They have had a 4-0 win against the Blue Jackets and a 3-1 win over the Kraken. Um
1: Zach, yeah, I the Rain- to- Rangers
0: are playing really good hockey right now. No one can Zach. deny that. They've looked good, except that lost to the Flames. But the Flames, I watched them play the Devils. The Flames are a good team this year. Um, the Rangers have looked great all season.
1: Hey, Zach, you want to know who the best athlete in New York is right now? <laughs>
0: what do you the- say, Fox?
1: No, well, he's the second best athlete in New York, and I'll address Fox in a second. You know who the best – athlete in New York is right now?
0: Who are you going to say, Nick?
1: Igor Shesterkin.
0: Igor Shesterkin.
1: Igor Shesterkin has stolen so many games for the Rangers this year. It is unbelievable how much he's played. It's probably – it brings me back to Henrik Lundqvist's days, but probably even better than how Henrik Lundqvist played at his prime. Um, Shesterkin's had five wins, one loss and one overtime loss, one shutout. He's allowed, averaging 1.7 goals a game on 94% save percentage. And he's been doing this in games where the Rangers have actually been being outplayed. You haven't actually gotten um, production yet from Jad, from Kreider, Kako, and Strom were both injured. Your top players in your top six have been hurt or have not been performing. And Igor Shastirkin has stolen games for the Rangers, and he's playing unbelievable. And you did bring up Fox, too. Great news for the Rangers last night. Signed Fox to a seven-year extension. You get the best defensive player in the NHL in his prime and get all of his prime. Yeah, I mean, contracts. you, you guys have be be happy. More happier right now. Could not be happier with you have the direction of how the Rangers are going right now. And well, re-signing
0: Fox and Sabanajed, like, yeah, too big.
1: And then you already have Crowder's having a career year. He's locked up. For long-term as well, Panarin, you have for another few years on his contracts, you're going to have Fox and Capococco. They can start to develop more long-term. Rangers are set up with a very solid core. Shisterkin, obviously, like I said, is best goalie. Rangers are looking really good early, but never really solid core. But you know what? Rangers have played well, Zach, but it hasn't really helped because the entire division's played well.
0: Yeah, the Metropolitan Division stacked. Carolina your is off to in an incredible start. The Canes look. Hurricanes are dangerous. Unstoppable. They're a but dangerous team right even now. Even your Devils. Devils are who, four, two and one. I mean, points in the one. uh shootout five of loss. the seven
1: games, like
0: and shootout the, loss the to the Columbus the, the other night. The fact that the
1: Devils are the third worst team in the division right now, with getting points in five of their first seven games, is just find how good this division is. Yeah, right?
0: with the Devils. I mean, with this young team, they've played really well. I mean, obviously, the big signing of Dougie Hamilton, and he's looked pretty good for them, is really catapult to this team. Um, yeah, I mean, the devils have a nice young team, and I if they could be competitive all season, I'd be happy. You know, that's that's really I all think, you can hope for as a Devils fan. You're not expecting too much, but they've looked they've well, they're they're looking better this year. And I, I I'm I'm happy with what I see so far. Zach, on the ice. they're
1: off to a good start. But I think the best is yet to come for the Devils this season. Let's be wow. realistic here. Who – Damon Seamerson hasn't been – in played a game in all this year. Mackenzie Blackwood hasn't played a game in all this year. Jack Hughes has only played, what, three games this year? Two and
0: a half? Uh, two. <laughs>
1: so the Devils yeah. have done what they've done. So we got points in five of their first seven games. Without some of their core and key players and some of their key young players and Hughes and Blackwood as well,
0: you're right. Yeah, there's, once those guys are healthy, you know,
1: there's more to the, come. The, the ship can turn around. around. They could be a threat. The whole division is going to be a threat, and I think it's just going to matter of how you play against your division teams to determine everything. Um, but yeah, I think the best is yet to come for the Devils. But it is going to be a dogfight, and I think the division games moving forward going to be key. Someone else that's kind of interesting, um, even talking about how good the division is, the Islanders, who are 3-2-2, two, and two, three wins, two losses, two overtime losses. They're at the bottom of the division right now, but they're still solid in getting points in five of their seven games as well. Um, obviously, one less point than the Devils right now, but this has been an underachievement for the Islanders so far, and they're at the bottom of the division, but even with that, that's still a solid start to the season, getting points in five every first seven games. And that just shows how good it is that even a team like the Islanders who are underachieved but still play to a solid record are in the bottom of the division right now. And these division games are going to be key. These division yeah. games are going to be key. And Zach, it's going to be intense Devils-Rangers games this year. But good luck scoring on Igor and He's the best athlete in New York City, like I just said.
0: Nick, we're fortunate, unfortunately, we're running out of time. Before we go, football picks this week. Jets at the Colts. Who do you, who are you taking?
1: Now, hold on, Zach. Are we doing it with the spread or are we doing it just straight up?
0: Straight up. Jets, Colts. Or give me a score. Give me a score of the game.
1: I'm going to say 23-20 Jets.
0: Mike White. 23-20 leads. Jets? Mike White.
1: Leads wow. To I'm not gonna say that would be massive. I'm not going to say they win this game because of Mike crazy. White. Because I think Carson Wentz throws them out of the game like he did against the Colts this week, like Jeez. he did against the Titans this week. It's not going to be because Mike White wins the game for the Jets. It's going to be because Carson Wentz loses the game for the Colts.
0: I'm going 30-21 Colts. The Colts get the job done at home. All right. And then Giants home against the Raiders. Raiders are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm looking at it now.
1: It's home against the Raiders, sorry.
0: I mean, Las Vegas I'll make Vegas the bold prediction,
1: Zach. I'll make the bold prediction.
0: Las Vegas has been hot, um, obviously yeah, can losing.
1: The, can I make the prediction? First, they're not going to have their star
0: off. receiver for the rest of the season, most likely. Um, but Here's what's
1: going to happen, Zach?
0: But yeah, go go make your bold prediction. Giants, I'm not going to stop you. The Giants,
1: the Giants are going to be up 23. Or no, they're going to be up. I'm going to say they're going to be up 17, 14 in the fourth quarter.
0: Nick, don't, don't say our, that. That's a no, lot. No, 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 no. Don't tell this. me up 17 14 in the fourth quarter because so that then means then they lose 20 to 17. Is Derek Carr is going to have the
1: ball with two minutes left. The Giants <laughs> are going to intercept Derek Carr with a minute 40 left and then, but then fumble. <laughs> but then they're going to go three and out. Raiders are going to call all three of their timeouts. And then Derek Carr is going to drive down the field with a minute 10 left and win the Raiders the game. The Giants. Giants are gonna find a way to lose the game
0: again. There's honestly and a part of me that wishes the Giants just lose like they,
1: they're gonna lose 21-17. Wow. That's I exactly it, what's gonna happen, Zach. The
0: Giants should just lose like they do against the Rams. Like make it easy for me. They make it so don't hard. give me hope. They give me hope.
1: But okay, Zach, again, I watched that game and I had some hope, but I also knew deep down that yeah. I wasn't getting excited for that game because I knew they were gonna find a way to blow the game.
0: You know what? I'm I'm bad, I'm betting my boys in blue. They're gonna get the job done at home. I said um, a couple
1: weeks ago, Zach. They're fool's gold. And we're part of that fool's gold that we keep believing in this team. I think I'm being bold by predicting they'll be up by three points late. in the card.
0: Cardin Roberts are gonna be at the game, pig roast, and they're gonna see a good game. And they're gonna see a Giants victory. 27 17. They get a ten point win at home for the home fans.
1: That's a bold, that's a bold prediction. I thought bold prediction. Jets, I thought my Jets prediction was bold
0: saquon comes but, back and has a big day and right. the giants get the job done
1: make sure we note those zach because i think we <laughs> want to evaluate how we do and how either more idiotic we are or how
0: smart we are next week as always guys thanks for listening uh, if you're not following us already follow us instagram twitter and tiktok um
1: yeah appreciate you guys listening as always um Just, again, like I said, if you're not following us on social media, follow us on social media, Jersey Turnpike Boys Podcast, on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, Appreciate you guys listening.